good afternoon and welcome to the John Gardena classroom. We have a very special guest today. He is definitely a man of many talents. Uh, he's a musician, he's an author, he is also a podcaster. He also has a course that he developed uh, called the Pure Light Walker, and he is just a pure man of, of faith and in, in God. So, Paul, welcome to the show today. Hey, thanks for having me, John. It's my privilege and pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you on today with uh, just a, a beautiful message that you're going to share with everyone and the, the culmination kind of, of where you have, you've been in the journey of your life and where you're at now and, and what is your mission to authority of what you feel like God's calling you to do. So let's kind of give the listeners a background of uh, who you are. Well, I'm, uh, I'm in the Midwest. Uh, it's where I live. Uh, uh, my wife and I have been married uh, almost 53 years now. We've got three kids and six grandkids and uh, a wonderful family. Uh, we, we all get along really well, uh, enjoy being together and uh, just have a lot of fun together. Uh, my career started out in music. Uh, my wife and I both came to the University of Kansas in the fall of 1965. Uh, we didn't meet uh, until a couple of years later, but then we dated and got married when we graduated. And uh, uh, my major was music education. I never uh, planned on teaching. Uh, it was sort of an insurance policy in case I, I couldn't make it as a professional musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I started a band, when, a jazz group, while I was in college. And we uh, were very fortunate uh, while we were still in college. We made our first record and we traveled from uh, Lawrence, Kansas. We flew out of Kansas City, which is about an hour uh, from us. We uh, made several trips to Hollywood and did TV shows and records things while we were still in college and, and also played you know, in other cities, Chicago and Boston and uh, 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 Miami and different places. And then uh, thought I would uh, do that forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, signed with an agent in uh, um, California, and things didn't quite turn out as they were promised, <laughs> which yeah. was our introduction into uh, real life with the music world. And so we stayed, uh, my wife and I stayed in Lawrence, Kansas, and were able to buy a, a local music store, uh, which we had for 10 years. And during that time, I also uh, continued to play with my band, and um, I started a nightclub, a, a jazz place for uh, my band to play and and uh, to have other groups in too and people to play with us and then after 10 years we sold the store and and i uh, i went on the road with my band for uh, four years and then finished up after that uh, with a three-year contract playing uh, at a hotel downtown kansas city for uh, five nights a week for three years and at the end of that time i just uh, was uh, i had hoped that uh, my music career would do it for me, whatever it uh, was. I, mm-hmm. I didn't know, but uh, uh, but it didn't. I sort of came up empty. And during that time, I, I met a uh, a guy who uh, just everybody. He was a businessman. He's twenty years older than me. Everybody liked him and respected him. And he was a lot of fun and in demand as a speaker and uh, different things. And we just kind of hit it off. And I started having lunch with him every day. And um, not every day, every week. And one day I said, you know, Glenn, I, I want what you have. And he said, well, uh, I'm a Christian. 
and uh, this would have been in about 1980, I don't know, late 80s. Yeah. And, and I said, uh, well, I am too. I, I recycle. I vote Republican. What else is there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's exactly what I said. Now, uh, I'm, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> that's good. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I wouldn't answer that way uh, now, but I, that's how I answered. He said, no, no. He, he said, there's a little more than that. He, he said, do you have a, uh, a Bible? And uh, I, I said, well, no, but I go to church. And uh, he, he said, no, do you have a Bible? I said, no. And he said, did you know that they have them in, uh, in today's language? And I said, really? Which all I knew was the King James, which yeah. I uh, hadn't looked at one for by that time for probably 20 plus years. And mm. he said, well, why don't, why don't you get one in today's language? Start reading the book of John and just ask Jesus if he's there. Say, if you know, if you're there, speak to me. Well, I, I, I was so uh, empty in what I was doing that I was willing to try anything. And uh, so I did. And uh, lo and behold, <laughs> Jesus started speaking to me. And uh, boy, my life uh, took a, a dramatic turn. It, it took me a couple of years to get out of my uh, music contracts and things. But I did. I uh, uh, We started going to a different uh, type of church then. And uh, I uh, became a, a music uh, minister, worship leader. And uh, did some other things at that church, and then after uh, two or three years, we left to start our own church in 1991, which we still have. That church has really uh, changed over the years, but uh, so uh, during the time of that, uh, when we started our church in 1991, we started a, a medical clinic, free medical clinic for people uh, uh, that didn't have insurance, uh, and that's still going. I'm no longer involved in it, but it's really uh, growing. Well, it grew a lot while I was still there, but yeah. it helps uh, several thousand people a year, food pantry, crisis pregnancy uh, center, um, uh, counseling, all sorts of things. And uh, so I, I led that for uh, eight, nine years, I guess, as a CEO. And uh, we did some other neat things with that church. And then about... Uh, Oh, 10 years ago or so, I started really, uh, uh, yeah, I kind of came up empty again. And mm. I started uh, uh, thinking, you know, there's, there's got to be something more. And because what I'm doing uh, in many ways isn't working. I mean, I, I like the people. I like the involvement of what we were doing. I, I liked uh, helping other people and stuff. But I... Uh, you know, I had changed some of my bad habits, but I would still get angry. Uh, you know, I, I would, uh, and I was, there just there didn't seem to be anything I could do to overcome some things like that. And uh, one day, I finally just said, "Got it." You know, I I can't do it. I can't stop losing my temper. I've memorized verses on anger. <clears throat> I, you know, fasted and prayed and uh, did all these things. Mm -hmm. and if, uh, if, if you want me to change, you're going to have to do it. <laughs> and I just felt him say, well, that's what I've been waiting for. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> in the, in the course of that, John, <clears throat> I, uh, uh, God just, you know, we used to call them coincidences, but, uh, God just started lining up different people in my life. Uh, I started uh, understanding 
uh, God's grace, which I had no idea. I'd been a pastor for 20 years. I really had no idea what God's grace was. Certainly didn't have any concept of God's unconditional love or uh, or God's uh, uh being the father uh, and, and what a father God meant and uh, mm-hmm. uh, all of that stuff. And so that's been just an uh, unbelievable journey that uh, God has taken me on for the last, well, since 2009 now. And it's, it's totally changed the uh, trajectory of not only my life, but our family and the church. And that led to, uh, uh, to writing books and to, uh, uh, my course, Pure Light Walker, that you were kind enough to mention, and uh, to podcast and uh, videos and uh, association with a whole new group of people, uh, not only in our country, but uh, around the world, who uh, were starting to uh, to see things. Uh, well, some of them had already started to see things differently and realizing now it's just a groundswell of people around the country. Uh, I think you mentioned that uh, Richard Rohr is someone who uh, you like and listen mm-hmm. to. And uh, he certainly, uh, if I remember that correctly, and he certainly sees things differently than uh, than traditional uh, Catholic priests do. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I, I really uh, relate to him and to uh, other uh, people who are kind of on the same journey and it's just been uh, a wonderful time a wonderful place to be and i'm really grateful for it well it sounds like paul you've had definitely experienced a lot of trials and tribulations throughout your life and you were just searching for maybe i don't know if i want to use the word fulfillment but you were searching for more each time because you feel what i kept hearing you say was you were just I don't know the word empty or you just felt like you were just, you were, you're done with that phase or chapter of your life. Does that sound correct? What I'm saying? Yeah. Empty. It it wasn't fulfilling. Uh, uh, And I, you know, I had done everything that I was told to do in in the music world. I'd done everything that I was told to do and achieved literally the highest point that I could with the ability that I had. Uh, my, my primary ability was uh, to, to be able to surround myself with people who played a lot better than me. And I, I put together uh, you know, three or four different iterations of my group over the years that were just monster uh, musicians mm-hmm. and nice guys, fun uh, to be with. And the band was at its best when I was the uh, the weak link, uh, when everybody was better than me. And 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 then I could play, uh, but basically I could lead the band to be the MC and yeah. that type of thing. Uh, and you know, I did. We paid our dues. We did all that kind of stuff. We ended up with a a job five nights a week for three years uh, in the same hotel in downtown Kansas City. It was a jazz themed hotel. The money was good, name and lights and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we had standing room only Tuesday nights through Saturday night, five nights a week for the first several months. I mean, in the jazz world, to sleep in your own bed every night and, you know, have dinner and breakfast with your family and uh, be able to go to kids' events and stuff and then go to work from eight at night till one in the morning uh, uh, and all of those things, that was the epitome. Uh, and, And we did that. And I just wasn't fulfilled. So I, you know, it, it, it was a real, it was a real shocker for me. And then the same thing happened in religion. You know, I did 
I memorized verses. You know, I went to conferences. I started a church. I married and buried people and counseled them and uh, all of that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, and some good things happen. Uh, yeah. some, uh, some good things happen. But my my the things that I struggled with the most, I wasn't able to overcome. And so I, I'm just, I thought, <laughs> dang, you know, <laughs> uh, there, there's got to be, uh, there's either got to be something else, that, something that I'm missing in religion, or I, you know, I, 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 I uh, bet on the wrong horse. Well, and yeah, go sure ahead, enough, yeah, yeah, sure, sure enough, there, there was a lot that I was missing. And, um, so, you know, I'm, I, again, I'm very grateful for the journey and grateful for God's patience and God's grace and uh, long suffering. <laughs> well, that sounds a lot like uh, a lot of historic um, you know, people in the Bible, you know, prophets. And I always look to Moses that it took 40, 40 years before he exited out of Egypt. And then it took 40 more years for him to go do his mission. So yeah. patience with persistence and being still and hearing God's voice is truly what all of us need to understand. And I think the key that you you said was, you know, you weren't fulfilled. And once you knew what your um, destiny or, or mission was or is, it's happened in 2009. You started writing, you know, you started your podcast a little bit later, and you started to develop as an influencer around the world. And when you did that, I think you, you found your calling and what God had called you to do. And he He knew what was going to happen as long as you met him in that, that quiet place of discernment. And because you allowed him to, in your humility to discern the word from the Father, you know, your life now is, you're on fire. And you've, with this wisdom that you're sharing with everyone across the world now, it's beautiful to witness. Well, thanks. I, I, I think that's a, uh, a good assessment, John. And uh, uh, the Lord knew when I would be ready. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was certainly patient. And, you know, I don't uh, I don't have regrets over uh, different things that I did in my life because I met wonderful people and I got to go wonderful places. And uh, it uh, prepared me and it opened doors to different things. Um, I, you know, I, I used to think, well, man, I, you know, I wish this had, I wish I had started on this particular part of my journey, you know, a lot uh, sooner, but then the Lord just gently reminded me, yeah, but Paul, there are all kinds of people today that you can relate to now and who can relate to you because you did the different things that they're going through right now. And, uh, uh, and sure enough, that's true. And so I'm grateful for all of it. Yeah. And I, I've learned, um, personally, cause I, I started writing a book in 2010 and then I, there's a long story, but I just, I, I gave it to a couple of people to read and they didn't think it was good enough. And it shot me down my, my, my pride or my ego, whatever you want to call it. And then I started, God, called me again in 2019 start writing again john like you're you have to tell your story and then we were just about to release it in 2000 or at the end of 2021 and something happened and i had a pivot and i had to do a rewrite and now the book will be out um god willing at the end of maybe next month or in early april and it's called freedom to ascend and 
to be honest, Paul, what I learned through this journey, just like you, is it's his ways are higher than our ways. And his timing is always perfect, not ours. So, you know, learning yeah. learning this and having trying to become more wise is I think our ego gets in the way of like, well, this has to happen now. I've been working so hard. And if it doesn't happen on my watch, then I'm a failure. But that's not the way God intended it to be. If no. no, if you're in his will and doing everything and it's not perfect. That's what I want everyone to understand. Like, how do I know I'm doing the Father's will? Well, I'm gonna this is my own personal experience. Is get in the word and start just talking to him. And your devotional book, uh, notes from um, from Papa really is the intimacy of just having God in that relationship act as just a, a literal father that you talk to every morning, yeah. midday and yeah. night. And once you do that, Paul, and you know, probably better than I do, once you do that, then you could start witnessing the path that the Father has destined for you. And, and things start coming. Like you said, God put the people in the right places. You know, start things started to flow easier. And you're like, wow, I, I can't believe it's so easy now. Well, we just had to become humble through the experience. Yeah. But that, well, that's so true, John. And uh, I think you nailed it. And it, uh, uh, sometimes people, uh, you know, I will talk to them about my story or they'll read uh, that book, Notes from Papa or others. And they say, well, but Paul, you talk about hearing from God. I, I don't think I, I've never heard from God. Or how, how do you know that you're hearing from God and not just hearing uh, another voice? And, uh, at, at first I, I would say, well, I, I just know, uh, you know, when, when you, when you know somebody, you just know them. And th- that is true. Uh, but I, I found that answer not to be satisfactory for most people and not necessarily most helpful. What I, what I've come to learn, and I got this from a friend, uh, mm-hmm. Paul Young, but what, what I've come to uh, realize is that anything that I hear that, that, uh, leads me deeper into unconditional love for all people, love for God, love for myself, uh, forgiveness, uh, acceptance, uh, giving and receiving grace. Anything that I hear um, that leads to those things, I can be absolutely confident it's from God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any, anything that I hear that's that's judgmental or hateful or mean-spirited or vindictive or punitive, (laughs) Uh, I can be absolutely confident that I'm hearing a a different voice, most likely my own voice. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that's been uh, a good way for me to to help people uh, to see that. I think we, I'm confident that we all hear from God. God God is, uh, God's relational uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit started out in relationship with the three of them. They invited us into that relationship. They included us in it. Uh, they continually speak to us in all sorts of ways, whether it's uh, through nature or music or art or sports or re- other relationships or, uh, you know, seeing a, a mom uh holding her baby or a dad, you know, holding her baby or relating to their kids or just all sorts of ways that God speaks to us, including, uh, you know, words to us. And uh, we once we're aware of that, well, we start to see that God everywhere. And uh, 
that's a pretty cool thing. I and I think going along with what you just said, I think people don't have the patience number one to maybe hear God's voice. And I think the second part is, you know, I'm a I'm an exercise guy, you know, whatever ultra runner, whatever you want to call it. But what I've learned is the discipline of reading the word and just allowing God to talk to you is it's a practice and it, it's it's learning that process um, through prayer. And for anyone out there, if you, like Paul said, how do you know it's God's voice? Well, my advice, just like Paul's is, he's always there talking to you, whether non, you know, nonverbal or in, in your, in your thoughts. But what you said, looking at different people and, you know, entering your life or um, the way they treat you or the way, to be honest, and, and this is my best story recently, was we did the 40 Days of Deliverance program. And at the end of it, the very last day, um, I got a check in the mail from this l- lawsuit a long time ago from a car I had. It was a diesel car, okay? And it, it was a check for $40, okay? <laughs> And I'm like, that's, that's, we don't call that a coincidence. I call that a divine confirmation that I'm doing what the Father's will. It gets better, okay? So then a month ago, I, I ordered a, um, a beautiful portrait of the Last Supper. And when did it arrive? It arrived on the last day of 40 days of deliverance. It's even better. It's even better. And the, I, I talked to my editor that I wrote um, a 40-day devotional book. Mm-hmm. And my editor was like, I want to be a part of this project and I, I wanted, I don't want, I don't want to be, I don't want you to charge me for it. I want this to be the great commission that I, we can share with others. And I thought to myself, I was so elated. So it was like a trifecta of confirmation from the father that John, I want you to continue this. I want, I, you are in my favor for doing this. And those are little things I think people may even miss. And we, yeah. we, we just need to be more attuned or aware that God's trying to bless us instead of looking at it from the other way of the, the glass being half empty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I love it when those things happen. I sometimes call them God incidences or, uh, you know, whatever. But they're, uh, they're, it, it does just it, seems, it gets better all the time, really. It does. And just like a child in, in you know, reading your book, the devotional, your father, like any, my father, we have a great relationship, my, my, my biological father, not the, the father. And like my, my father wants the best for me, right? Yeah. So if he wants the best for me, what does God want for me? He wants even more, right? And exactly, I think people feel like because of all these circumstances of the flesh and of the, of this world, that God's against them because things have happened negatively in their life. But that's not the truth. No. The, the truth is Jesus died for our sins to set us free and, and from sin. And by his mercy, by the Father's mercy, he wants to have a relationship with us for eternity, forever. Like, that's mind-blowing that this God out there wants to be with us forever. Yeah. But, but people just need to accept it, Paul. Well, they do, and you know we have the we have the privilege of uh, sharing that with them. I think it's called good news. That is called the good news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know when you uh, when you when you start to think of 
when you start to get that um, revelation of God as Father, that, that He's that He's not distant, He's not uh, out there, up there somewhere with a uh, disapproving uh, look and keeping a list of everything you're doing wrong and just can't wait to uh, harass you about that and <clears throat> maybe even punish you for it, uh, <clears throat> not only a little bit, but uh, a whole lot. Uh, when, when you realize, no, that's, that's, that's not God. That's a, that's a perverted concept of God. God, Jesus came to show us that God is a father and not only a father, but the father, the best version of father that you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know what as, as you just said what what good father would not want the best <clears throat> for you know, his kids would not want to see you flourish would not want to spend time with you would not want to bless you uh <clears throat> would not want to see you uh, uh happy and fulfilled and and do the best you can with the abilities you have and that's just what he's like he is and he's so he's so he's such a good good father and i just wish people would truly understand that he just wants the best for you. He, he truly yeah. loves you. And he just wants you to accept his love. And we know the opposite of that is, you know, evil and, and hate. Like you said, like, that's my voice. I remember you saying that earlier. Yeah. And I always believe that the devil is out there to deceive you, to put doubt in your head, and to put fear where God's like, he wants to build you with confidence and wisdom and insight and vision and a mission. But boy, isn't that beautiful? Like, yeah. Right. And then there's, yeah. And there's no, there's no fear in it. First John four, uh, John says, you know, God is love and, and, and perfect love cast out fear because fear has to do with punishment. Yeah. And there, there, uh, when, when you understand that God is a loving father, uh, uh, and and he likes you and he loves you and he wants the best for you and then the, there's fear goes away there's you're, you're not afraid of uh, a father like that uh, and boy that that's my goal too john that's what i want for that's what that's what fuels me that's why i do what i do and uh, uh you know i'd like for everybody to get it just right away uh, and you know, and sometimes I, you know, I'll, I'll say to, I call him Papa. I'll say yeah. Papa, you know, I, and and he'll say Paul. <laughs> it took you sixty five <laughs> years, and and you're. That's <laughs> okay. You're, yeah, uh, give, give these people a little grace. That's what you talk about, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and I think once you know, then you're a little bit impatient because you say, my eyes are open now. Because I know the yeah. truth of how the yeah. father loves. Why yeah. can't you get it? And they're like, like, like the father said to you, Papa. <laughs> hey, hey, Paul. Um, heads up. Uh, it took you sixty-five yeah. years. Hey, Moses. It took you eighty <laughs> years. Okay. So he's there to bear the patience uh, of the process with us. It's just that we want to get the message out of the good news, and that directs me perfectly into uh, the most recent book you have. So why don't you talk about your book, Grace to All? Well, thanks. Well, that's the name of my podcast, and uh, I've uh, I've had uh, over eighty people that uh, that I've interviewed, including you. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, and uh, so uh, 
I didn't think I, I never had this idea when I started doing the podcast. I just thought, well, this will be fun. Uh, it'd be a way to get the, the good word out and uh, I'll enjoy doing it. And well, in, in the process, uh, I, I do a, a solo cast, uh, which comes out every Tuesday. And then I do, uh, um, an interview that comes out every Thursday. I do it both as a podcast. And then I, uh, uh, take the YouTube video and put that out a day after each of those. And I just in, in interviewing people, getting to know them and finding out their uh, background and uh, their niche or niche, however you say that word, wherever you're from uh, and uh, things like that. Uh, You know, the Lord just showed me, Paul, let's, let's do something to uh, uh, let people everywhere uh know about these people uh and and you know we'll connect people with somebody that they can relate to uh that uh at the very minimum they can connect with online or read their books or take their course or whatever but uh even better would be if you found that there's somebody uh you know in your city or uh, in your county or in your state somebody that you could uh, connect with uh, uh, personally face to face from time to time. And so we, you know, we started, started out to do that. And, uh, what the the book is, it's a couple of pages on, on, uh, these people that I've interviewed, uh, 85, uh, people on, on them, their, their background, their, uh, uh, the changes that they've had in their life, uh, what they're doing now, which, uh, in in your case could be your 40 day course and you know your book and uh the the people that you coach the people that you help as your students and uh and different ways that you help and and how people can connect with you and everybody else online and uh i i found that uh, the folks that i've interviewed have been uh, to a person very excited about that. Uh, and, uh, so I, I'm going to, uh, I tie it in with, and I, I didn't plan on this either to when I started the book, mm-hmm. uh, which I didn't plan on when I started the podcast, but, uh, we also have a, uh, a ministry called, uh, the grace restoration team. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what that is, John, there's a, I, I borrowed this from a friend of mine. I cut the vision for him. But our goal is to have a uh, uh, hundred people who would give a hundred dollars a month. So that'd be ten thousand dollars a month uh, every month that we can then turn around and use to help single parents, which are primarily single moms, yeah. but uh, sometimes single dads, because I, I found from personal experience uh, in our family and with uh, lots of lots of friends, uh, the single parents, particularly single moms, are really the most vulnerable uh, in or some of the most vulnerable in society. Uh, they you know, they'll have one or two or three or four kids. Uh, they're raising them by themselves. They're having to uh, 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 provide for them, provide for a, a household uh, on uh, single-family income. Many times, working two jobs, and then if the kids are sick and they have to miss work to stay home with them, if that happens too often, then they're in danger of losing their job. And uh, you know, if if their car breaks down and they can't get to work or whatever, uh, uh, sometimes, like with our daughter. Uh, 
in 2009, uh, she was 30 years old. Her husband was 29, and, and her husband died of cancer. Mm-hmm. Well, it it was a it was a terrible tragedy. It was a painful year long struggle with it, and uh, she had a a three year old son, our grandson, at the time, and. Uh, now she was able to uh, stay with us, and uh, she lost her house during that. Uh, and she was able to keep her job, even though she didn't. Well, she's a teacher; she didn't teach for most of that year. Her school district literally covered for her. Uh, other nice. teachers did and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know they uh, stayed with us during that, and then afterwards, and and they still do. Uh, it's not necessarily by choice now. I'm sorry, it's not necessarily like they have to now, but it's by choice because we, we have a big house and we love each other and we get along well. And, and, and we've been able to help raise our grandson. We've been able to, to uh, spell her when she needs to get away or when she wants to take a trip or do something with friends or whatever. We've been able to uh, uh, stay home uh, with our grandson and so that she didn't have to miss work when different things like that. But in the process of that, we've, we've come to realize how hard it would be if she didn't have that. And uh, we we just started looking at, at other uh, single parents that we met through her and in our church, in our group and everything. And man, it can be really hard for them. And, and in addition to the financial piece of it, many times uh, single parents and their kids, uh, you know, just feel like they're losers when they're not yeah. at all. But they, they feel like, you know, they're, it's their fault that uh, they're divorced or it's their fault that daddy left or uh, those types of things. And, uh, you know, society doesn't necessarily uh, – well, society can sometimes foster that, unfortunately. So we've found that uh, being able to help them financially uh, just come along and say, well, you know, what – uh, one that we did recently was a single mom, the two kids who uh, she's a nurse and going to school full time to get a, a master's in nursing. And uh, uh, she has to drive to another uh, city, you know, half hour away to work. Uh, and her car broke down mm. and uh, she you know, she didn't know what she was going to do. She she actually was renting a car, <laughs> which was uh, very pricey. Expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And so but we found out about that right right when it happened, actually through our daughter. And uh, and so we said, you know, what 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 will it take? And she said, well, I you know, I need it's going to take if they can fix it, it's going to take twenty five hundred dollars. And, you know, I I I don't even know that it it, that they can fix it. uh, But if it is, uh, it would probably take that. Well, it will take that for sure. And that ought to then get me by for another year or so till I can uh, not have to be going to school too and paying tuition and everything. So and so, uh, but she, I mean, she didn't have the, yeah the money uh, up front yeah yeah or or nowhere to get it. So and so, so I I just said okay we'll give you three thousand bucks that'll cover uh, other things that might come up and everything and here's a check. That's so nice. Of you. <laughs> can you can you imagine the uh, how elated uh, she would be? Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah yeah. And, and that uh, Paul Paul that's through your new it's called Grace Restoration is that correct? Grace Restoration Team yeah team. and all the profits from our book Grace to All all the all the profits from the book uh, go to that 
uh, and uh, uh, and we give one of these books to every. We will give one of these books to everyone, every single mom that we help because it'll help connect them with people who can help them. That's and after good. every yeah. two page story that that I have, I have a, a little devotional thing, uh, a one page thing too. So it, it'll be it will be a, a spiritual help too. And uh, so that that's. That's the exciting, uh, serendipitous part of, of this that uh, that we're really excited about. So that's appreciate beautiful. you giving me the opportunity to talk about that. Yeah, I mean that's I never would have thought of something like that in a million years, and that's the beauty of how God talks to you. And and when you said you started your podcast, you never thought in, again that something like this would come to fruition. And through the 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 transformation of what you're doing and fulfilling others, which also fills your cup and passion um, to, to spread the good news, you're giving these these single mothers or, or fathers an opportunity to have faith again in, in, in goodwill of people and also to, to connect with someone else in the book and ultimately to have a relationship with the Lord and, and, and the Father. Man, I tell you what, Paul, this is exciting. I'm getting goosebumps just hearing you say it, and it is exciting. Well, I, <laughs> and I, yeah, go ahead, Paul. I, well, I really appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk about that because, uh, um, you know, the book will come out in the middle of April, and uh, uh, we're just we're hoping that uh, as people read it uh, uh, and they know, uh, and I, I talk about the single mom ministry uh, in it, uh, th- that people will be prompted to to buy a copy to give to someone that mm-hmm. they know uh, is a single mom and that uh, uh, you know it'll it'll have a ripple effect and I'm hoping that some people will read it and go well gosh you know I I I, uh, I got ten dollars a month that uh, I could send to something like that and be a part of it and and, uh, and so you know, I, I'm hoping that, well, I'm not just hoping, I know that's going to happen. It will. And I'm looking forward to it, yeah. So why don't you tell everyone um, where to find you, websites, uh, other, you know, social media that they can find all your information and then also how they can get the book in the near future. Thanks. Well, the book will be called Grace to All, and uh, it'll be on um uh, you know, on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and uh, those different places. Uh, it also will be available on my website, which is gracewithpaulgray.com. Uh, and my other books and course and different things are, are on that uh, gracewithpaulgray.com. Uh, our podcast, Grace to All, uh, you can find it on, on all the different major podcast providers uh, and or you can go to uh, uh, gracetoall.net, and uh, it's there. Uh, and, uh, we, you know, we have a, uh, the podcast, which is called uh, Grace to All, uh, is also on, on YouTube. Uh, yeah, so in my, in my YouTube channel is Grace to All. Uh, and so they're all of those ways. And, uh, and I love to connect with people. We have a, a Sunday morning uh, Zoom uh, uh, church time for people who uh, don't have a church or, or who can't go uh, in person to church. And we have, we have people from 
uh, seven different countries and from all over the United States and, and from Canada who join us uh, for that. And it's an interactive thing where everybody gets to talk and ask questions and things. So uh, we love to connect with people and uh, we, we uh, hope that somebody will be hearing what we say today and connect with us. Oh, Paul, I want to just thank you for taking time out of your day. And I appreciate your just warm and caring passion for what God has called you to do. And I know this book will have the ripple effect to, to bring people to Christ, but also to help um, these single uh, mothers and fathers. So, hey, thank you so much for joining today. And just many thank blessings, you. many blessings to you and everything that you're doing now and um, for the rest of your life on, on this earth before you get to see the Father in heaven soon when that when that day comes. So, um, Well, thank you, John. Same to you. And I'm excited about your new book uh, uh, that's coming out. And uh, so we just believe the best for both of us. Well, that's what we're here to do, build the body of Christ through, through our words and actions. So, Paul, thank you so much. And this class is dismissed. This episode is brought to you by survival rubber survival rubber which is the most packable portable reliable fire starter on the market no ropes blocks chunks powders or even portions slim and sleek packaging so you can throw it in your wallet pocket pack it up fits in the palm of your hand whenever you need it to light it up and get the fire going you can purchase survival rubber at survivalrubber.com or on amazon if you are really enjoying this show, please, it helps me so much to promote this to different areas of social media and to get the word out for people to listen. So if you can, just find the show online, view it in iTunes. Once you're in iTunes, select ratings and reviews. Select a star icon to leave your rating. Hopefully it's a five star. I appreciate it. The pop-up window is going to appear for you to write that review. So if you could finally do this for me, if you haven't already, please Leave a review and please share on your social media.